0: You know, when you're drinking seven beers on a Tuesday within three hours, and so is everybody else around you, it becomes normal. Shitting in a cooler will give you some perspective on where your life is at, my friend. I got in some trouble already because I do have the I Eat Booty shirts. Do we need to be making sanctions on the whores? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Hey, your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Wednesday, my friend. Happy hump day to you. I hope you're humping and pumping away in whoever you may want to be humping and pumping in. Real quick, I got a show this coming Friday. I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee at... uh, Yazoo Brewery or Yazoo Brewing Company, I believe it's called, in Madison, Tennessee. So slightly north of uh, of Nashville. You can go to jokellycomedy.com for all my upcoming dates and uh, other than that, that's about it, people. How you been? How was your weekend? How's your week going so far? Usually I check in with you on a motherfucking Monday, but we had some other shit coming out this Monday, the old stinkhole hour. So uh, I'm checking in with you on a motherfucking Wednesday, my friend. How you doing? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. Hey, if you're not, as always, that's okay. But get your shit together, okay? It's already March of 2022. Where has the time gone once again? I don't know. I don't know where the time goes. But it keeps going, and uh, it's definitely not coming back anytime soon, you know? So keep that in mind. Use your time wisely, people, because... It is finite, correct? Is that the right word for it? As I look over to myself on the other computer, checking in with myself, is that right, Joe? I think that sounds right, Joe. Great, Joe. Good job, buddy. You're using fancy words and uh, hopefully enlightening the people. What's going on with you? Any big plans for this year? Listen, people, there is, uh, I'm feeling pretty good myself, all right? My time in Atlanta is coming to an end, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to a change. I'm looking forward to a shift, all right? One of my favorite authors of all time, his name is Robert Anton Wilson, and uh, he had a a saying, I guess, or some advice to live by, that uh, the trick to staying young is by making a cosmic shift every once in a while. Because as we all know, youth, the physical youth, we have no control over that. Our bodies will deteriorate whether we like it or not. Unless you're fucking all juiced up on TRT and have millions of dollars and you can get surgery for the rest of your life, kind of like Dick Cheney. Did you know Dick Cheney doesn't have a heartbeat? He has a a pacemaker that just helps blood flow flow through his body. He's not even alive anymore, people. But he's got all the fucking money, so they keep him uh, they keep him alive. You know what I mean? But Robert Anton Wilson didn't have a ton of money, nor do I. So the trick to staying young is to Change everything about yourself, about your life, about your habits, about your routine every once in a while, you know. So that's my next move moving back to Nashville, which is, uh, which will be interesting. As many times as I've moved, I've never gone back to a place, but uh, I think I'm a much different person than when I left. I'll say that, but uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to it. You got to shake up your system, you know even as small as, uh, I worked for a guy on Maui and he'd do, he would switch whatever wrist he wore his watch on. He would switch it like every, every other week or something like that, just to keep his brain fresh and just to switch it up. So rather than instinctively always checking his left wrist, he'd actually have to think about which wrist his watch was on. So You got to I mean, it's it sounds stupid, but realistically, I think you got to kind of keep that shit in mind, you know, because at some point you're just going to keep behaving as a zombie. You know, you're going to keep going through, you have your routine, you know what I mean? And that's why people get caught up in shitty jobs. You know, they just go into a haze and they know what they have to do. And this is what they do every single day. They know the the watches on the left wrist. All they have to do is look at the, le- the left wrist without even thinking about it, you know? So mix it up, make a shift, make a change. It's hard. It's not, you know, it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be easy. But I do think it is a way to keep yourself fresh and maybe you learn about yourself. Making yourself have to change, I think, is a good thing rather than getting stuck in the same rut and the same behavioral patterns over and over and over again, especially if you're in a position where you are unhappy, you know, and I think Atlanta has treated me pretty well. I'd like to uh, I'd like to think that maybe I've treated Atlanta pretty decently, too. But, uh, I'd be lying to you guys if I, if I said maybe like the past six months, I haven't been in a bit of a funk, you know, in a bit of a bummer, depressed a little bit. I'm just, just ready to fucking get out of here, but I got some shit coming up. I'm shooting a movie this month, uh, with my good friend, Bob place. I can't, that'll, that is something I've been looking forward to. I think that's why I'm in such a good mood now is because it's March I'm shooting the movie and I know I'll be going to Nashville at the end of the month. So I know the time has, uh, come to an end, but I kind of, you know, I just wasn't really happy being where in Atlanta anymore. And I've, you know, and then you don't change anything. So you just, I just kind of was staying put, you know, not really trying to get on the road too much, not going out to open mics and shit and just kind kind of being over it and part of not going out and not doing shows was I don't want to ruin I don't want to ruin that type of shit for me. You know what I mean? I don't want to burn any bridges because I'm in a pissy fucking mood and I don't want to necessarily be around people. You know what I mean? And it's not that I don't we all know I don't care for pe- being around people too much. I love people on an individual basis, man. But part of the fun in doing comedy is always like everyone talks about the green room hangs you know what i mean hanging out with other comics but it's just to the point where all the comics are just saying the same things and having the same opinions and everybody's a fucking health expert and it's like two years of green rooms of just everybody talking about covid and ukraine and joe rogan and all this shit it's just like Can everyone shut the fuck up and have a different opinion about something that's fun for a half a second? Or do we all have to continue to live in misery? We spent a year, not a year, but like six months locked up at home. And now all you want to do is bring that misery out with you into the fucking world. You know what I mean? And I just don't care for it. Maybe I'm projecting that too. Maybe that's all I'm hearing because that's all I'm choosing to hear. Selective listening, all that shit. But, uh, Yeah, man, just the convert, And I don't want to burn it down. I would like to come back to Atlanta to do some comedy in the future. So I'm doing my best to not burn this fucking place down on my way out, which would be, uh, which would be pretty, I think would be pretty easy for me to do. (laughs) I certainly don't mind fucking taking a match to a bridge here and there, you know, but, uh. People tell you not to burn bridges. I've burned quite a few bridges in my day. But the bridges I have built are pretty fucking strong. I don't have many rickety bridges in my life. You know what I mean? I have the the bridges I have are pretty much built out of fucking steel and concrete. They're not going anywhere. I'd rather have a few of those than a bunch of flimsy ass ones that I might be able to cross down the line because maybe you remember me and maybe you want to put me on fucking true TV or some other fucking bullshit. Fuck all that. I'd rather have sturdy fucking bridges I can cross every single day if I need to. You know what I mean, people? But anyway, the cosmic shift, make one in your life sometime. Mix it up, you know. Does that mean if you're in a relationship you're unhappy with, you immediately end it? Maybe. I don't know. How many relationships are you sticking in that you, you know, for the other person? Friendship, romantic, whatever it is. Family too, man. I think, you know, I've talked on the podcast before about how it is important to keep your family close to you. They definitely have had a big influence on raising you and shit like that, you know. But if you're going to, if you're burning the bridge with your family because of some political bullshit, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? But if you have people in your family that make you miserable, you might have to cut them loose, bro. You know what I mean? That's a hard thing. That is a hard thing. And I'm not, man, I'm not trying to make this like a gender based thing. But I've seen, it seems like there's a lot of mother daughter relationships where it's just like, y'all don't seem to like each other, but you don't have anything else. So you don't know what else to do. So you continue this fucking weird relationship that you've had forever. You know what I mean? I'm kind of looking at the females in my family. You know, my mom and my grandma, they love each other. They're around each other all the time. But God damn it, they make each other, they drive each other crazy. Same thing with my mom and my sister. They drive each other fucking nuts. But they don't really have much else. But that's not to say you can't find something else if you make the, make a big shift in your life. You know what I mean, people? I don't know. Trying to spread a little bit more positivity on this podcast. I feel like I've, I haven't. I've strayed away from that it seems like lately and again I've just been in a shit fucking mood a lot. I've been in a shit mood literally until kind of this past weekend. <laughs> when I because it was kind of the realization that this this trip that I've been on, you know, this Atlanta trip is is coming to an end and I'm really looking forward to it, you know. I'm always I look forward to a new beginning. And it will be strange to go back to start anew because there are people there. There are people there who I've never met, but they think they know me. You know what I mean, people? In Nashville, amongst the Nashville comedy scene, you know, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn or whatever, but if I go back, it's like you do some local show. People are like, oh, Joe, fucking legend, dude. You're a legend. You're a road dog and all this shit. And it's like, you motherfuckers don't know shit about me. You may have heard stories. You may have heard other people's perspectives of me, and now you're just repeating them, but you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? But there is that. Like, I don't know. I don't, that'll be interesting to have to kind of, and even the people who did know me when I was in Nashville, they don't know who I am now. You know, I feel like I've progressed and changed quite a bit since, when did I leave there? Fucking 2016. Fuck, man, it's been six years. Spent the year in Seattle and then I guess five years, about five years here in Atlanta. So, You got to change, I think. At least I do, you know what I mean? Because I keep mixing it up, you know, trying to change, develop different habits, break a lot of old habits. That was a big reason why I left Nashville, people. It's like Nashville was the one place I didn't necessarily want to get the fuck out of. I'll say that. Seattle, it wasn't hitting. I wasn't feeling it. Atlanta was hitting for a second, but now it's just kind of like, this ain't my place, man. But I always enjoyed Nashville. Washington, D.C. was the same way. Even fucking Maui, man, was in paradise and was like, this just, it ain't my place. Maybe one day, maybe one day it will be. But it ain't my place. But Nashville never felt that way for me. What ruined Nashville for me was just my drinking. You know, I was pretending I was doing something, pretending I was doing comedy. But realistically, I was just out four nights a week going to open mics, but like drinking a lot. And then when the open mics were done, fucking going and drinking some more, you know, it was nothing to fucking sit on a porch all night and split a bottle of whiskey with my buddy. We'd just get a pack of smokes and fucking smoke cigarettes all night and kill off a bottle of whiskey, you know, definitely ruined a, a pretty good relationship. I think I had, that was the last, the last official relationship I've been in was in, was in Nashville and, uh, Looking back, I don't know if it would have worked out anyway, but I think I could have put more effort into it. But I was like, no, comedy is where I need to be putting my effort. But realistically, I think I was, I was looking back. I know what I was doing. I was just drinking a shitload. You know what I mean? And that's the thing where you don't even realize it. I don't know if you guys are big drinkers on here, but I like to drink. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's in my blood, man. I got a lot of alcoholics in my family, especially on my mom's side. You know, my mom side loves to, loves to hit the booze pretty hard. But, uh, you know, when you're drinking seven beers on a Tuesday within three hours, and so is everybody else around you, it becomes normal, you know, and you don't even realize what you're doing. And I remember when I had my girlfriend at the time, I was, I was talking, but just cause I was kind of aware of it where I was like, I think I might be drinking too much. And she's like, no, you're fine. At least you're not waking up and taking shots out of the freezer. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's like the, you know, (laughs) that's like bottom of the barrel shit. But I think she was just trying to, I don't know, maybe tell me I was all right. But that's why I left Nashville is I had to get away from all that shit, you know? And then when I got to Seattle, I was doing the same thing, but then I was by myself. You know what I mean? I didn't, really have anybody to drink with there seattle wasn't i don't think people drank too much you know i don't know what people were doing in seattle i think i really don't know i think everyone's on anti-fucking depressants out there or some shit people are whacked out of their fucking minds out there i know that but they're definitely not drinking and chilling so uh at some point it's like oh this is kind of shitty to do when there's nobody around to do it with so uh I took a good long break. I just kind of quit. I didn't quit drinking. I drank once a week and not even like a lot out there. I do. There was an open mic. There was a spot in Seattle. I'll say this. They did open mics a few times a week and they also did shows on the weekends. But every Friday it was either a mic or a show. So even if I wasn't on the show, I'd still go and like hang out. It was a little Thai place. The food was on point. And at 10 o'clock they'd have happy hour it'd be half price food and like half price drinks or whatever. So that became my little thing on Friday was go, okay, I'll either go do a set or I'll hang out and watch the show and I'll wait till 10 o'clock and I'll have a half priced whiskey on the rocks. And that was it. And that's all I was really drinking out there was just that one. And it was, uh, it's very nice. You know, it felt more like a treat. It was great. I've had more clarity of mind for sure. So it's something to, uh, just something to, to keep in mind but I definitely took those habits with me until I kind of realized that it was not uh, it wasn't any fun you know and I was still living in the van too bro just getting pissed fucking drunk and wandering back to my van on some fucking side street in Seattle where no one knew where I was you know what I mean it wasn't a bad spot it was a good place to park. I think I've talked about it before. They were always doing construction back there. So there were porta potties. And uh, you know, there was Wi-Fi around there. But it took me a minute to find that spot. But it just was just like, man. Yeah. Just waking up and having to shit violently. Just because <laughs> you know, you spent the last fucking 14 hours. You know, you slept for eight, but the. The six before that, you didn't drink any water. You were just drinking beer and liquor. You know what I mean? Probably got a fucking cheeseburger from somewhere on the way back. And uh you know, and now you're just parked on some street, just waking up having to shit with nowhere to go. It's a pretty shitty situation to be in, you know? Give me a, a minute to realize where I was. I don't think I've really talked about this much on the podcast, but uh I was feeling it today. I'll say that. But it wasn't good, so I had to to switch that up. And then coming to Atlanta, it was like going to a new place, the drinking picks back up a little bit, you know, especially when you don't know anybody. And that's back when the Atlanta comedy scene, when people were drinking and partying quite a bit. Now everyone's gone sober, you know. It's weird to see how many, like, 22-year-olds are like, I'm sober. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you spent eight months drinking and now you're sober and you weren't even going that hard. But maybe it's for the best, you know. But, uh, but yeah, so that's just where I'm at. Making a shift, going back to Nashville, trying to live a better life, a cleaner life, you know. It's like a Sunday, I went with my buddies and we went, you know, three of us, we split a couple of pitchers and shot like four or five games of pool, you know, and that was a great fucking time. And we went back to the house, smoked a couple joints, shot some darts, ate some dinner, you know, it was a fucking fantastic way to have a nice little Sunday and do, do some drinking. You know what I mean? It's fucking awesome. It was good. Much better than fucking wandering down some street in Seattle to get back to the van where again, nobody really knows where you're at. That was, but that was part of the beauty of it too. I liked that. I liked just being the nothingness of it. You know, not being around, but being around, but people not knowing. You know, just kind of, just kind of existing for a little bit. I do like that. I like that aspect of life. Is just observing, just being there. You know. But yeah, a much better drinking scenario is having a couple of buddies shooting some pool than fucking, you know, wandering back to a fucking van in some city that you're unfamiliar with and then having to wake up and just find something to shit in and hoping for the best. I think that that's when I kind of I think that was the one day where it kind of changed for me. I think that was before I found my good parking spot with the porter potties and everything, which it ended up not even being like a quarter mile away from where I had been parking. But I just waking up and just going, oh, not again, dude, not this again. And then it just happened to fucking shit in that cooler, man. Shitting in a cooler will give you some perspective on where your life is at, my friend. You know what I mean? Especially when no one's around when no one's around to go, hey, you might be shitting in a cooler, but at least you're not shitting in your pants. You know what I mean? At least there isn't someone to go, hey, you're doing okay. It's like, no, this is not okay. And I know it. And there's nobody around to tell me that it is okay. You know what I mean? So make a cosmic shift switch up your life from time to time, people. I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to be back in, uh, in Nashville and, uh, back around some good friends and, uh, you know, I got some plans. I got some things in mind. It's time to, uh, you know, I've been floating around drifting around for a long enough time that uh, it's time to maybe start trying to build something on my own. You know what I mean? People, I think you do. I think some of y'all fucking get it. And if you don't, Hey, I can't help you fucking understand everything. People read a fucking book. All right. Read a Robert Anton Wilson book. Get back to me. Read Prometheus rising. Get back to me read uh what is it called ah oh, fuck i think it the cosmic shift i can't remember whatever whatever his autobiography is the first one's fucking fantastic it is subtitled the final secret of the illuminati read that read quantum psychology and then get back to me and then we can talk read sex drugs and magic and then get back to me and you'll understand what the fuck i'm saying <laughs> hey anyway people hey big news i don't know if you're watching the video check this shit out look at this It's a fucking Joe Kelly shirt, baby. Look at that. Got my fucking face on it. You can buy those. There'll be a a link in the description of the podcast. It's, uh, I don't have these shirts. All right, people, it's from a third party site, but I think I got it all. I think the shirts that are on, that I have that you can buy are of good quality and I think you'll enjoy them, you know? But uh, if you want to support me in any way, you can buy some t-shirts. I get a few bones from it and that's about it. You know what I mean? I got in some trouble already because I do have the I Eat Booty shirts and, uh, you know, I tried to make a little promo for uh, for the show I'm doing in Nashville and I was like, you know, it'd be fun to put me with this I Eat Booty shirt on this little poster here and uh, apparently the, the venue didn't care for it much so I got in the, woke up to a nice message this morning <laughs> asking if I could please take that picture down because God forbid... God forbid someone sees a fucking IE booty shirt and they fucking have a complaint about it. What the fuck are we doing, people? We're on the verge of World War III. We just spent two years going through a fucking pandemic, which, thank God, ended just in time for World War III, by the way. And you want to be like, oh, an IE booty shirt might be offensive. Why don't you go fuck yourself? After I do the show, of course. After I'm done doing the show on Friday then you can go fuck yourself, okay? I just don't understand why that's such a big fucking deal. Top 40 radio stations play songs called Wet Ass Pussy. You know what I mean? Sure, they censor it, but come on, people. Kids listen to that shit. It's played on school buses all over the fucking country. And you literally, your whole purpose of business is to get people fucked up. Drink responsibly. Blow it out your fucking ass. Drink responsibly. It's a nice little fucking slogan people have. Make sure you drink responsibly. You literally allow people to get drunk with their children with them. And then they're going to go drive home. But I don't want to be associated with someone who has a shirt that says I eat booty. What the fuck are we doing, people? What are we doing? I'm tired of it. I keep getting shit flagged everywhere. All my shit keeps getting taken down and copyright claimed and fucking tiktok won't let me post nothing <laughs> i don't know when i started doing something wrong because i feel like i've been doing the same shit forever <laughs> but god damn it it's irritating god damn it it's irritating man i'll tell you what people as far as world war iii goes you know who i really feel bad for right now is those uh those russian whores with their only fans did you guys hear about that where the russian whores can't uh they can't, they're like OnlyFans are like locked them out or something like that. Like, listen, do we need to be making sanctions on the whores? Come on, people. It's the government's problem. It's fucking Putin that we're against, not the nice, beautiful Russian whores. The Russian whores are nice. I like a good Russian whore, you know what I mean? Uh, better than one that takes their time, huh? Come on, people. We're still making jokes on the podcast, right? We're still making jokes and having fun. <laughs> I do feel bad for those ladies, in all honesty. Because it's like, what else are they going to do? You know what I mean? If the only thing you've been doing with your life is showing your butthole and vagina and, and beautiful breasts on the internet and making money that way, and then somebody comes along and says, you can't do that anymore. Like, what the fuck are they... What are they supposed to do? You're supposed to rally the whores and go fucking assassinate Putin? Is that what they're supposed to do? Are they supposed to, you know... Turn their backs on the great country of Russia and move to Ukraine? Become a Ukrainian whore? No, thank you. No, thank you. Out of, out of all the whores in the world, I think Russian are probably in the top three. All right? My personal opinion. Number three, as far as whores go. These aren't for you nice ladies out there. As far as whores go, listen, America, you're not on the list. All right? I apologize. I apologize to all the American whores out there. You didn't make it on the top three list. I've never been to any of these countries either, by the way. But here's my top three countries for whores. Russia, number three. I'd say Cuba would be number two. And then Brazil, baby. Have you heard about the whores in Brazil? I've heard they're great. <laughs> I heard they know they know how to treat a man. If you got $30 in Brazil, I think you live like a king. You know what I mean? To the whores, especially to the whores. But anyway... <laughs> Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you underway, people. little quick one for you on the Wednesday. Hey, I hope you've been having a good week, all right? I hope you're having some fun in all this madness that's going on. Inflation and World War Threes, and it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. We definitely aren't going back to normal. Remember when that was all that people wanted was to go back to normal? As if that was ever going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? We're the, we're the farthest from it right now. We're the furthest from going back to normal. Or maybe we are. Maybe this is just what we do anyway. I don't know. But let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, my friends. Video. It's a quick video. A very funny video. There's a fella in the woods with a horse and a couple of dogs, right? And uh, I don't really know why they're in the woods, but it is a very funny video because... The horse runs, is running away from the guy with the camera. It decides to kick its back legs up and just kick a tree for no real reason. You know what I mean? It just kind of bucks its back legs up and then kicks a tree and then turns around and then runs by the guy filming and then farts. (laughs) (laughs) Just cuts a fucking fart right out of this poor bastard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so goddamn funny, man. <laughs> and then it just takes off, you know? <laughs> it's like a 10-second video. But it, it, there's so much going on with the kick and then the fart, and it's like, I didn't realize horses fart as much as they do. I've been on a horse once in my life. I, I, I It doesn't matter if I talk, talked about this before. I'm going to talk about it again. Who gives a fuck? I, uh, the only time I've ever been on a horse was in Nashville with my buddy Matt. He's a cool dude. Not that he does comedy or anything, but I just want to let you know, if you ever see Matt, he's a real cool fucking guy. But uh, his wife had got like a Groupon to go take a horse ride or whatever it was on like a trail, but she was pregnant. So she couldn't go and the Groupon was about to expire. So she's like, uh, well, why don't you take, why don't you and Joe go ride horses? And it's like, okay, fucking hell. Yeah, we go ride horses, you know? Uh, So... He's like 6'4". I'm 6'2", six 6'3". Six He's a little bit bigger than I am. So he got the biggest horse they had, the big lead horse. I got the second, you know, the second biggest horse. And they're all kind of like older horses, right? They don't, you know, they're not fucking race horses or anything like that. Just some old horses that go trotting through the woods, you know? But what was particularly funny was when Matt got on his horse, his horse just started like walking. Just, just fucking it had no control just wherever it felt like going, like just getting further and further away from everybody. And the ladies who were supposed to be like leading the whole horse riding thing were busy trying to get everybody else settled into their horses. So they just keep yelling off into the distance, go, Hey, just pull on the reins. he will he will stop. <laughs> Poor Matt, he's fucking pulling the reins, not stopping, yanking the reins. That horse just keeps walking, keeps walking, keeps walking. Finally, one of the ladies saddles up her horse and goes and fucking wrangles him, right? So, as we're walking through the woods with these horses, the lady, the lady wrangler, she's in the lead because she knows what she's doing. Matt's second and then I'm third, right? And my horse doesn't really give a fuck which way I'm controlling it. It's fucking the whole time. It's fucking running me into the trees and twigs fucking poking me in the head. It wasn't a good time. Maybe this is why I haven't been back on a horse. You know, people wouldn't say when you fall off the horse, you got to get back on. I say, fuck that. Give me a car. I'll drive where I need to go. Thank you very much. But uh, I just remember, dude, fucking Matt's horse, bro. Fucking Matt's horse. The horse in front of me just kept ripping fucking ass. The whole time, the whole fucking time, people. And, you know, there's maybe a three foot gap. I could feel the heat. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. I could feel the heat. I could taste these horse farts. Tasted like wheat and grain or whatever the fuck they feed horses. But I didn't realize horses were so fucking gassy. But man, I've never sucked so many horse farts in my life. I wish ladies farted as much as the horses did. I'd, I'd like that. I like a gal who was just cutting the cheese as much as that horse was, but God damn it, man. I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever ride a horse again. They're terrifying. They're giant, you know, and they're stubborn as fuck. People are like, oh, it's a gentle, it's a gentle horse. I've seen enough people get kicked in the dick with a horse or buy a horse that I don't need to be fucking with them. You know what I mean? Again, I got a car. I'll walk. You know what I mean? I'll fucking, I'll walk where I need to go ain't going to ride a fucking horse. Why would I? We got fucking bird scooters now. What are these assholes doing on horses? Don't you know about the bird scooter? The fucking, uh, you know, the, the, the pub bus or whatever it is. You can fucking ride around on the school bus or drink beer. You don't need a fucking horse anymore. I think it's just a yuppie thing to do nowadays. Horses used to be for transportation, correct? Now what are they for? Everyone who has a horse has a car too. Fuck you. You rich asshole. What are you rubbing it in my face for? You got two forms of transportation. Good for you. Good for you. You rich prick. (laughs) Get in your car and fucking go for a drive. All right. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hope we had some fun on this motherfucking Wednesday. Again, I'll be in, in Nashville this Friday, technically in Madison, Tennessee at Yazoo Brewing Company. Hey, Yazoo, sorry about the shirt. I thought it was just a funny shirt. I didn't realize it would be a, a morally offensive to people. You know what I mean? I didn't realize that that would put people's morals into question. I didn't realize that. I was just trying to have some fun and make a stupid shirt. By the way, if you'd like to buy an IE booty shirt, they are for sale at teespring.com like slash Joe Kelly Comedy or something like that. Again, there's a link in the bio. You can also get these cool ass shirts. And my face on it. There's uh, some other stuff on there, too. You can buy uh, shirts with the podcast logo as well. So check that out. Again, Madison, Tennessee, Yazoo Brewing Company. This Friday, which is the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, the 4th, March 4th, I'll be uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. And then I'll be moving up there at the end of the month. So uh, if you're up there, I'll see you soon, all right? Hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast, everybody. I hope we had some fun this week. I hope you're doing well with your life. I I hope you're in good spirits, all right? Because this shit certainly ain't getting any easier for anybody at this point. Holy fuck, it ain't getting any easier. But uh, make sure you're taking care of yourself, all right? Hey, you know what else you could do? Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real soon. Later.